Hello, friends. My name is Dave Miller. And I'm now Spain. And we are your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we get questions either from our wonderful listeners or we find them on the internet and we answer them on the topics of sex and dating. Do you have anything anything new going on with you? No. 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 Weather's, weather's nice. That's nice. Weather's yeah. very nice. It is peak sweat closet right now. Not peak sweat closet because it's still... It's not peak 30. sweat closet because I'm not in there with you. Yes. But uh, it is it is quite warm. It, it saddened me to, to have to like close the window so you wouldn't hear all that nice sweet street sound. I remember what I wanted to ask you. Oh, God. Are you, are you ready? Sure. What you wearing? Uh, nothing but some blue stripey boxers. Hell yeah. I'm doing the same thing. Hell yeah. Stripey blue? Stripey. Well, it's plaid blue. Hmm. Mine are blue and white stripes. Good job. Hell yeah. Ready for some fucking questions? Yes. Now, I will say, last week when I was editing, it was kind of a bummer. We had a lot of bummer questions. Can you start us off with something that isn't blackmail? Oh, damn. The one I, I literally had a blackmail thing. Um, That's depressing. That's depressing. That's depressing. That's depressing. <laughs> this one's kind of weird. Okay, yeah, there we go. That's This is my user, Daddy Pose. Boyfriend wants to pretend to be single to get a free cat? Okay. I don't even know why I have to ask because I know the answer, but guys, help? My boyfriend has a friend that's a female on Instagram that wants to rehome her Sphinx cat. I always wanted one and I'm super excited, but she doesn't know he has a GF. He doesn't post me on Instagram and I don't want to be the GF that gets mad over social media. I hardly post him as well. But he wants to go pick this cat up without me because he's afraid she will charge him or change her mind about letting him adopt that cat if she finds out he has a girlfriend. I told him that's ridiculous because she's already agreed for free, so it shouldn't matter if I come or not. He thinks he should just go so it doesn't get weird. That's kind of weird, right? Kind of sus, right? I don't want to go and him just be mad I'm there too. I don't know, man. Any advice? Ooh, okay. See, I like this. This is nice. This is... Okay. They're uh, in their 30s, for, for reference. Sure. Um... I think it all depends on the conversation and like how he knows this person. Is he a, a constant, you know, shirt half up abs flash and thirst trap guy? Uh, well, what else is he posting if he's not posting his girlfriend? Right. So like if that's the case, then I kind of understand where he's coming from. If all he posts are, say, let's say Naruto memes, then I would find it a little more suspicious that women are <laughs> just throwing free cats at him, especially Sphinx cats, because they're the hairless ones, right? I think so. That's what I, I thought, but I never really checked. I'm pretty sure they're they're the hairless ones, and as far as I know, they're pretty fucking yeah. expensive. They're the ones with the big ears, and, and they're somewhat hairless, yeah. Why the fuck is this person not just going to give you a... Like, why would you having a girlfriend matter? Unless it's, like, some kind of, like, oh, like, you know, it's it, maybe it's, like, you know, those streamers who pretend they don't have a relationship and will never answer a question about whether they're in a relationship so that their legion of simps keep hoping. Sure, yeah. Like, maybe that's his thing where, like, this isn't the first free thing he's gotten. It's all just, like, the mystery, the mystique. It's like the, damn, one day I might be with this guy. Yeah. Um, And, like, if this is the only issue you've had with this boyfriend, like, if this is the only thing you're suspicious about, and you want this cat anyway, let him go pick up the cat. I assume her angle is, like, maybe, maybe there's another transaction involved in getting this cat that is not monetary. Maybe this is a... Uh, you know, a tit for tat. Give you pussy, get me pussy. Exactly. Um, um, I, I'm assuming that like maybe this person like I, I hey, some people I'm sure have done it, but I doubt it's going to be as bold as like, hey, you've shown up. Cat is free. However, you have to touch my vagina. Sorry. But you uh, know. what I'm saying is this might be a pre 
Yes, okay. I'm assuming it's like the most reasonable way that a girlfriend would interfere with this is that they're giving them the cap, but hoping that either one, you know, this will give them brownie points in future, or two, they'll be able to like, hey, I want to stop by and see my cat, wink, you know, because hey, that's a pretty good excuse to go see somebody. Or, you know, you go in and she's in short shorts and a, a you know, a, a see-through white t-shirt. And she's like, oh, let me just let me just go grab something real quick. And she, you know, lots of bending over, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maybe an accidental spill of some cold water all over this shirt. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it starts to rain inside and you both have to get out of those wet clothes. Exactly. I remember I once went on a Tinder date. One of the few Tinder dates where I, like, just went over to her place right away. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was... I don't remember what she was doing. I think she was like studying for an exam or finals or something. And she was like, just so you know, it's not a hookup. I know it's weird, but like, I just need a break from studying and you seem cool. Come, we'll have some drinks. I was like, yeah, great. Cool. So I went over and she opened the door in like a thong and like a white t-shirt that was see-through and could barely fit her. And I was like, she knew what she was doing. This is an interesting play for someone who does not want to hook up. Let me tell you, I wrote that. Like I was, I, was a perfect gentleman the whole time until she cracked. That's <laughs> the like, way I'm, to do it. I'm not Turn on them. Yeah. So I, okay. If it is some Instagram situation where this somehow makes sense. And if this is the only thing that's suspicious, just let him get the cat. You get a cat, you know, you can time him if you want. Tell me as a 10 minute limit, stay and get seduced by her wet t-shirt wiles. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's also no harm in being like, why do you think, like, what makes you think that she's not going to give you a cat if you have a girlfriend? Because like, again, the only reason that makes sense is if he's leading her on with the idea that he he's single for whatever reason, as we've just explained. So mm. like, you know, asking that question isn't a bad thing because it is, again, if he is like a, an influencer or whatever, it's like, I get it. You know what I mean? There are lots of people, male and female, now that I've started training, like I know there are there are dudes who have significant others, but like often don't say anything because they're popular with the ladies. And you got to keep the simps alive. Yeah. The thing is, I think this question would be different if it was like, oh, my boyfriend was going to get a cat and then she said no because he found out she had a girlfriend. I think it would be kind of along the lines of where we're going. We could probably figure it out. I think it's actually stranger that he's hypothesizing that she would already say no if he had, you know what I mean? Like he's already thought this out and like that would indicate that this is very squarely already established to be some kind of either current or like future booty call thing, which either means one, he is okay with it, which, you know, that's not good. Or two, he's just like willing to ignore that and lead them on and then take the cat. And the thing is, like, if it is some like, you know, take my cat, then I'll visit like wink, wink, like we can always be in contact. I can come over occasionally. And it's this whole ploy. What do you think is going to happen when either she comes over, finds out you live with your girlfriend or wait, which I don't know if they do, actually. Well, it'd be weird to be like, we're going to get a cat. I've always wanted this cat. Like, I assume yeah, they're yeah. together. But even even so, it's like if she finds out you have a girlfriend, is she just going to take the cat back? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like also going with your girlfriend and she's like, no, you can't have this cat. You could be like, well, you know what I mean? Like, I, it's I, I get it. You want this cat, sure. But, like, do you really want a cat on, like, sex? Like, almost like blood money? This is a blood money yeah. cat. It's Oh, shit, it's a blackmail cat. And we... <laughs> damn it. I'm sorry, we were not meant to do a blackmail thing, but this is a blackmail kitty. I I don't know what to do here, because I understand both sides of it. I mean, like, he... Again, I, I think he is being a little sus. I think there's a little sus behavior yeah. on his end. 
nothing about this is is really all right. You know, none of it's really right. It is sus. I would jettison him out the airlock door if we were playing right now. He's yeah. sus as hell. But there's stuff we don't know about, right? It's like if this is a pattern of behavior, this becomes a lot more sus. If he has a certain type of Instagram or like online presence, it becomes a little bit less sus. Either way, like you need to figure this out. But I think it's like you need to talk to him and be like, if this is the case, like what's to stop this from going down the shitter once we get the cat, at which point things are a lot messier. In my opinion, even if they say, oh, you can't have the cat, you should just fucking go anyway, because then at least that's done for. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's better to not get a cat than to get a cat and have to lose the cat or to get a cat and then be in this like crazy cat fight with this random girl even if it is just you know whatever the fact that you're like what do you do to get this cat you're not gonna love this cat this cat's gonna be a constant reminder (laughs) of maybe he had to do some unspeakable (laughs) cat deals to get it look we've all had to fuck someone to get a cat but you can't do it if you're cheating on someone that's what i'm saying so i think yeah i think you need to go but like i also hate the idea of like being overbearing being like i'm not letting you go pick up a cat yeah i know that's that's the thing i guess you need to talk to him first and try to like get more of a just more of an idea of what's going on like maybe you know enough based on what we've been talking about that it makes sense or maybe you don't but like talk to him and try to like nail down exactly why he thinks she'd be upset and like what that might mean for the future of you guys with this cat but either way good luck i hope you get this cat and i hope you love it and i hope it's the sweetest cat ever but i hope that it does not come at the detriment of your trust or your relationship so I went and clicked on their thing to see if there's more post history that would just like give me any kind of like insight. Because co- one of the comments says they're in their 30s, but like, I don't know. I just want to see more. And there's an update. Okay. And the update is just says Kat ended up in like being sick in like quotation marks after he told her I was coming. He blamed me on the ride back and said he's going solo on Wednesday. Now, this is a whole different question because huh. now she knows you have a girlfriend. So if the girlfriend isn't the issue, is going with the girlfriend the issue? This is more sus then. Yeah, this is 100% more suspicious to be like, oh, sorry, you can't have the cat. It's sick. But you can come another day? Like like alone? Yeah, because now she knows he she knows he has a girlfriend. So the, the like presence of him having a girlfriend isn't an issue. But the presence of the girlfriend at the handover yeah. is an issue. Yeah, this is way more suspicious. Here's the thing. Do we think he's even going to come back with this cat? Oh, my God. Right? Do you think he's just going to go and be like, ah, actually, you know, the cat was was too attached to her and didn't want to go. I mean, this yeah, is a wild he... fucking gambit to, like, tell your girlfriend that you're getting a cat that she really wanted. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, this whole thing doesn't make any sense to me. and I can't wrap my brain around it. But, yes, this this doesn't seem good. Um, and I, I think I would, as the girlfriend, just be like, you know what? We don't need this cat. This cat seems very suspicious. And mm-hmm. I would rather acquire a cat not Without- under these pretenses. So, yeah, just like rescue a cat because rescuing animals is tight. And on top of that, you won't have this weird like sex baggage on top of it. You won't have a person who might swing by and either make things annoying and awkward for a day. Like, hey, even if her intentions are pure, no one wants to have a rando in their house one day when they don't want them. And on top of that, maybe they're not pure. And then you have to deal with this person who might also just decide to take their cat back. Just rescue an animal and and ignore all this weird bullshit. I'm going to say right here, and this might be an unpopular opinion, but I think like craving a certain breed of animal when there are so many animals that need homes Mm -hmm. is kind of a shitty thing to do. I honestly think breeders should just be like completely put out of business. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
maybe not that bad because like there would be a finite amount of animals at that point. But what I'm saying is there are so many animals, most likely at your local like shelter that mm-hmm. need a more home fans. more than yeah someone's like designer cat they're trying to elicit sex from your boyfriend for yeah so avoid this Ooh, how how much like a sitcom do you want to go full all right this is my 27 year old male girlfriend 27 year old female of one year lied to me she told me she was a lawyer but was actually a janitor at a law firm i'm thinking of breaking up with her <laughs> this is by middle surprise 4339 Samantha and I have been together for two years I met her on Tinder and we hit it off very well she told me she was an associate of a law firm and I was like cool I told her one of my deal breakers was that I wanted to be with an educated woman with a good career and she agreed that she wanted the same we had good times and we've been planning on moving in together just so you know I never once suspected she wasn't a lawyer she was always reading books about laws and was always talking to other law- lawyers in her company I even dropped her to work a few times and she was wearing what a lawyer would typically wear I wanted to surprise her at work once, and I dropped by her office. I went to the reception and asked for her, and the lady had no idea who I was talking about. I just left confused because she told me she worked there. As I was figuring out what was happening, I came across a notice board and saw Samantha on it. She was the shift janitor at the law firm firm for, I don't know why I keep saying firm, and a few other floors. I then went home angrily and confronted her. She immediately broke down and told me she wanted to date a man who was decent. Apparently, as a janitor, no one would date her, and she was only meeting drug addicts. She told me, sorry, it's such a wild claim. Chin uh, told me she wanted to be a lawyer, but after community college failed to get into law school, she told me she really loved me, and that's why she put so much effort into lying to hide this from me, and she was knowledgeable as per my deal breaker. Uh, I asked for some time and went back home. I don't think I can get past this lie. Uh, her education was a lie, and so was her career. She's a janitor who tried to be a lawyer. I think there's no trust, and she's not career-oriented like I thought she was. So here's the thing, my dude. Your deal breaker was an educated woman. Your deal breaker was not an honest woman. No, that's a bad... hell yeah (laughs) it's a genie witch you got it (laughs) yeah the thing is is like you are like oh i couldn't be with a woman who's not educated but at no point in time did you think this woman wasn't a lawyer so obviously Mm -hmm. she's a smart woman this is probably a situation where she told you you probably gave the in like inclination that like you would definitely not be interested in gender because let me tell you this question alone makes it seem like that so she probably made up the fact that like, you know, you probably mentioned that you work at a law office and he got all excited thinking you were a lawyer. And, you know, what I mean, like true, as you said, sitcom fucking snowballing of a lie turning into a big thing. Now, I'm not excusing her lying about this because it's a dumb thing to fucking do and a mm-hmm. shitty thing to do persistently. You know what I mean? To constantly lie about this kind of thing. But yeah. at the same time, her not being a lawyer doesn't change anything. Yeah, it doesn't change a single thing about her personality, her education, or lack thereof. You know what I mean? Like, you got to know her. You know she's an intelligent woman. The only thing it changed is, is like, this shallow designation in, in, a, in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, clearly she can afford her end of things or you're paying. Either one, apparently it doesn't matter if you thought she was a lawyer this whole time. Was the lie bad? Yes. Was it malicious? No. Can you understand where she's coming from? Yes. But the thing is, I don't think he can because he says the whole big thing is like, oh, it's a deal breaker for me if the woman mm-hmm. isn't intelligent. It's a deal breaker. But then says, oh, I don't think she's career as career focused as I originally thought. It's like, OK, so intelligent isn't your metric or your deal breaker. Mm-hmm. What it seems like your deal breaker is a high paying job. And the thing is, it's like she wants to be a lawyer. So she is career oriented. You know what I mean? Like she tried 
she's still studying, like she's doing all these things. And like, maybe she even got this job to be around a law firm in the hopes that again, in sitcom land, she will somehow become a lawyer just from, you know, being there. Yeah, she'll accidentally be like sweeping a courtroom and needs to object because, you know, some plucky, you know, young lawyer, the like boss's son is is tanking a case. Mm -hmm, Exactly. Now, I... I, I have an issue. The lie is pretty big. They've been together for two years. That's a pretty big lie. I would love to know if the deal breaker was spoken before she told you she was an associate of law firm. That's what I'm kind of thinking. I'm assuming it was probably she was like, oh, yeah, I work in a law office. Oh, one of my big deal breakers is, you know, I've always wanted like I, I have mm-hmm. to date an intelligent. And then it's like, well, can't say I'm a janitor now. I think judging someone for being a janitor is a really shitty thing to do. 100%. Honestly, the only issue I have is the lie, which let's be fair. It's not great, but no. it's not a malicious lie. And clearly it didn't matter. You know what I mean? On a day to day basis. And again, you can understand why she did it because not only is society pretty harsh sometimes when it comes to, you know, where you work and what you do, but on top of that, you were a little bit harsh about that too, you know? So if you do break up with this person, do it because of the lie. Don't do it because you found out she was a janitor because that's proving you wrong because you didn't care about her career or her education once you thought it was something different. When like the reality, what you had to live with was the reality of what she was doing right like she was yeah. still as in, as intelligent as she was when you talked to her when you guys had dinner she was still as wealthy as she was when you guys you know split dinner these are all things that didn't change you yeah. know and if you really you know did like this person enough to be with them for two years and are you know supportive of people who go after a good career maybe you can fucking help her become a lawyer you know what i mean maybe now that her secret's out you guys can work together and like hopefully you have a well-paying job if you're going to be high and mighty with everybody else. So maybe, you know, you can take the burden off her slightly. And again, if you guys are dating and you're willing to do that and you do love this woman and like maybe you can help her get there because obviously that's kind of what you want. It's what she wants. You know, this is tough for me because I don't think I, I think I would be and this is coming from a much different place than this guy is, I think. But I think I would be so upset that they thought they had to lie to me mm-hmm. about this for two years. And the fact that they also lied to me for two years. I don't, think I'd, I don't think I'd be able to get over that. I think that would be too much for me to overlook. Be like, one, do you really think that little of me that? I would give a shit about what you did as long as you're doing, you know, you're not hurting anyone. But like if you're working hard, it doesn't change who you are as a person. Like you Mm -hmm. said, I think it's super shit to judge people by their job because you have no idea why they're in those jobs, whether or not, you know, it's all they could get, whether or not it's, you know, something that they love. Also, being a janitor is probably a lot harder job than most of the ones out there. And it's also like depending on where you are, it could be still a fucking decent paying job. I, I think the idea of like basing people's worth on their job is such a fucking garbage, archaic thing to do. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it still happens. It's stupid, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I, I think what you the way you put it was break up over the lie, not over the job. And I totally agree with you because the ability to lie for that long, as well as feeling the need to, would both hurt me quite a bit. But again, this person's pretty clear that she did need to ease up on these these weird like requirements that you have from people because it's like, yeah, we, we get it. You technically want these things, but it's like in those two years, she never proved you wrong until now, right? And it's it's a very shallow thing. 
Again, the lie, that's a whole other issue. But and, and on the flip side of things, on her end, I think this is a great idea of being like, anytime you start a relationship on anything other than trust, mm-hmm. if you build your foundation of a relationship on a lie, it's going to crumble. It's like putting fucking cinder blocks in a swamp. Mm-hmm. It's not. This is not a long-lasting plan here. Yeah, you might be fine for however long, but eventually the swamp going to swallow you whole. Yeah, and then the longer you've been there, the more belongings you lose to the swamp. You you've got to understand that like lying is never a great idea. You can little lies, you know, there's always exceptions. White lies here and there, non-malicious lies, cool, whatever, blah blah blah. But to base like, I don't know, to like every day when you're like, "Oh, how is work?" You you must have lied would, about what you did on a yeah, daily basis. There's and no way p- she didn't like come home and tell him about a case, right? Yeah. That's fucking wild. That that fucking sucks because at that point you're like, cool, a good like, I don't know, maybe 30, 40, 50 percent of our conversations were entirely made up. Yeah. You know what? Like as much as I sympathize with her position, I really don't think I could continue. No. This relationship just based on like even that. You're right. It's like every time she came home from work and you had a chat about it. It's bullshit. If she was like, oh, my lawyer friend, it's you know, maybe it's her friend and maybe it's her lawyer, but I doubt they were friends in the capacity she's talking about because they weren't co-workers well they you know what i mean they were co-workers but they weren't you know immediate colleagues or whatever yeah yeah so again don't be shit about the education and the career but as for the lies i get it so this comes in from another one of our incredible listeners and they did congratulate us on our nominees so thank you very much hell yeah we love it we are going to say you are agent agent jet setter Ooh. I'm looking at my travel pillow and it makes me want to fucking travel your tra- really your travel pillow. Oh, pillow. like the neck pillow. Yeah. 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 Okay. I just imagined like, you know, those like anime body pillows, but with like, <laughs> you know, Paris on it <laughs> with a plane, <laughs> just snuggle up with my 747 pillow. Hell anyway, yeah. They say for a little bit of background, I am now 22. And I've always known that I've had a thing for older men, at least four or plus. Not like a fetish or something, but a general perception of maturity level if I were to seriously date or be in a relationship. I met someone last month from the usual dating app. He just turned 34. He's a lawyer who's still in the early stages of his career. Now, how early is he still a janitor? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I say still because he tends to compare his pace in life to mine, where I'm the faster one at 22, and yet I've already already have slash achieved xyz not because i'm belittling him or anything uh we started off fast because he insisted on meeting up already a day after we began talking i said yes because the cabin fever's really been getting to me he was quick to warm up and he was really clear with his intentions with me he said he's not trying to just be my friend although he says that if that's all there is he'll still be around i guess i believe that and attribute his clarity and conviction to where he is in life since he's really trying to get his shit together We got to talking about my past, quote unquote, dating experience. None of them really serious, but mostly casual things, hookups. Although I did make it clear I'm not on the app to do that anymore. Chances are low finding a real thing there, but there's still the pandemic going on and I don't really have much of a choice. He visited me a lot during the first week of, quote unquote, talking. Then only a couple of times after that, during the past three weeks. I totally understand, though, because he's busy setting up his own law practice. And then in brackets, question, 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 question. (laughs) Whereas I'm busy juggling work in post-grad and he makes it clear that he doesn't want to get in the way. During his visits to sleepovers the past week, we did things, but never really let it get to a home run. I can also, or I also can't fully enjoy third base on me. Now, I never really understood what the base is to be. Is third base oral? I believe so, yeah. Okay, cool. 
So wait, what's first base is hand jobs though, right? Or is that just kissing? I think first base is kissing. Second, uh, second base is, is like hand, hand stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I guess third is, is mouth stuff. And mm-hmm. then fourth home. is sex stuff. Yeah. Well, there's no fourth base. All right. It's home base. It's a home run. Mm-hmm. So what's anal? <laughs> That's a grand slam, baby. The elusive fifth base. I always tell them I'm not ready yet, but internally, I just don't want our short interactions during the week to be mostly physical. If it were my past guys, I would have no problem hooking up. But with this guy, I really want to try to make it work. So I'm also trying my best not to give in to desires of the flesh. <laughs> and this is with a bunch of tildes. Like squiggly lines make it like seem it. very serious. Yeah. I want to be convinced he doesn't like me just for my body, although he's assured me uh, once when I brought it up. But right now, I'm kind of having a hard time convincing myself. I guess to summarize here, uh, a few points of concerns I, I overthink. And again, to give Kana, it's technically my first dating venture. He doesn't message a lot. I'm usually the one checking up on him or sending random things, which I'm now cautious of because I don't want to be disturbing him as well. Maybe I'm being too clingy. I get that we're both busy and to the point that we don't, um, sorry, I get that we're both busy, but is it to the point that we don't need to message? Uh, What's the normal amount of talking between two people dating, especially during a pandemic? He's very touchy and sexually expressive when we're together. He said once, knowing that I've never been in a relationship before, that this is mostly what the couples do, make out and have sex when we get the chance. Is this really true? I'd say I'm religious, but not so much of a fan of no sex till marriage. I intend on waiting until we're officially together. What do you guys think about this? Is sex really that big of a factor now in terms of progression of relationship? From taking or from talking to dating to exclusively dating to relationship stages? We both have tendencies. You know what? Let's answer these questions because this is a lot. Yeah, yeah. I want to make remember. sure I don't miss one out. Now, firstly, this guy's definitely a janitor at a law firm, right? A hundred percent. Like he's not it, first he's like, Oh, you're ahead of me at twenty two, but then he's like, I'm setting up a law firm? I'm setting up my own practice? He's a janitor in the law firm. I'm sorry. Which again, you know, <laughs> where do you want to start? So we'll start at the first one of how often should we message? How often should we be talking, especially in a pandemic? So there is no metric, unfortunately. Everybody no. talks different amounts. I've been with people who talk all the time. I've been with people who apparently can't use a phone. Um, and I've honestly fallen between those two lines as well. Like I tend to be very like hyperactive in in general. So when I'm ever doing something, I'm doing like nine things at once. So I generally text quite a lot. Some people don't, you know? So unfortunately there is no metric. Arguably you should do what you want to do, maybe tempered slightly by their level. You know what I mean? Like if they're not a big texter, but you are maybe dampen it down a little bit, but it's like, it's going to suck to completely cut that off if that's how you are. Right. You know, so that could, if, you texting more is a big issue could just mean that you guys are not a good match. Yeah. I mean, that's it. it you, you did it. Um, I'm, I'm the same way where I, I really like to engage over text, but then there are times at the same time, like I, if I'm doing something, like if I'm playing video games or if I'm watching a movie or whatever, like mm-hmm. I try not to text when I'm doing something that I should be focusing on. Mm-hmm. As or even as like can. out with your friends or whatever. Um, yeah. Or like studying or, you know, if you're trying to get shit done or you're trying to enjoy like a walk, I 100% get like trying to have these moments of like phone freeness because you can get way too wrapped up in it. I think it's it's not a bad idea to talk about your partner's texting habits. I know that's kind of a weird thing. I don't think a lot of people talk about it or even mm-hmm. like advocate for it. But I think like being like, hey, are you a big texter? Because I'm a big texter and I don't want to, one, I don't want to inundate you with messages. And two, I don't want to wonder if like, if, if something's up, 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if I know you're not a big texter, I'm not going to expect texts from you. And mm-hmm. if I know you're not a big texter, I'm not going to flood you with messages. I'll send you messages when, you know, something pertinent should be t- talked about. But otherwise, you know, I'll keep the the like just miscellaneous chatter to a minimum because I know you're not a fan of it. It's mm-hmm. it's learning the languages and the ways that people communicate because like that can be applied later down the line with relationships with like love languages and mm-hmm. even just the way you guys want to communicate because I know some people like want to talk about everything and some people are like if it's not an issue like there's no reason to fucking like hash out hypotheticals mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i don't think there's any problem with with trying to determine what kind of a texture your your new partners are yeah and you know what like it can also even just be as simple as like hey you're you know you're really busy so like you know getting a, a handle on that level of busyness mean like you know i don't want to bother you so like when are you free or like when is it easier for you for me to text you or like you know stuff like that because depending on his level of busyness, like if he's, you know, hammer and nailing this entire law firm brick by brick together in the morning from nine till five, he's probably not going to want to text because he's, you know, out with his hammer building this law firm. But like, you know, maybe he, he will then be more open to like communicating in the evening or maybe evenings or when he's studying and he has more time in the morning on his lunch break or you know what I mean? So like getting a handle on how busy he is. And like, it's also kind of nice if he said he's busy and you're trying to like figure that out for him. Cause then he doesn't have to feel bad not texting you back because you've already discussed it. Kind of, I will say also a caveat to this whole thing is that the pandemic of course is a thing and it's going to fuck up everybody's relationship with their phones because in one sense you're like, yes, I need connection and I have more ability to be on my phone. Cause I have my phone here all the time. There's nothing to really take me away from it. But on the other hand, I have my phone here all the time. I need to get away from it. You know, it can be, it can be both there where it's like, it's, you might have more free time or you might be so sick of just texting, you know? Mm-hmm. So it could go either way. Next question is, he's very touchy and sexually expressive when we're together. He says things like making out and having sex is what you do when you're in a relationship. You know what? Again, everybody's like, you know, there are asexual people who are in relationships and, and don't do that. You know, there are some people who have really high libidos, some people have low libidos. Personally, if I'm like beginning to see someone, yeah, super touchy and, and horny and affectionate and would always want to have sex. Does that mean that person should always have sex with me? Not at all. You know what I mean? It is entirely, it's still consent based. You know what I mean? If you're into it or you're not, again, that might be where he's coming from. It doesn't mean that has to be where you're coming from. Yeah. Now, like, I totally understand, like, his point to an extent of being and, and kind of like what you were saying was like, when I first start seeing someone, if I'm only getting to see you, you know, once a week, or, you know, every couple weeks or whatever, it's like, I would definitely want to have sex with you, or at the very least, like, a solid makeout sesh. Mm-hmm. Every time I see. You. Also, it's like, when you first start seeing someone, it's at its most exciting you know what i mean like yeah you're in the honeymoon period of of like everything is new even mm-hmm. if you've already had sex sex again like there's uh, the the possibilities of experiencing new sensations and new experiences with your partner as a sexual partner mm-hmm. is are are the all-time high and the more mm-hmm. you have sex you know that sort of like peters down of being like okay we kind of know what we're getting into yeah but like that initial period is like just it's like drugs it's just like euphoria you know yeah. Oh, yeah. So, it's the first I, time I start seeing people. It's all I want to do. Oh, my is God. Like, like, yes, I want to have sex with you. A hundred percent. Does that mean you should feel the same way? Not at all. No. I think you should figure out how you feel. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to be physical, if you want to be physical to a certain amount, or if you just don't want to be physical at all, figure that out. But, like, do I blame him for feeling that way? 
No. Now, I also do want to roll back to when you're describing the situation where it seems like you're not having sex for an arbitrary reason of being like, I want this to work it. Yeah. Well, I think that was another question, was it? Were we going to get to that? Because I was holding off until we got there. But let's do it. Let's do it right now. Yes, I guess it is. Yeah, it's the next part. That's Uh, why I kind of mentioned like you need to figure out what you want. Having sex with someone doesn't mean that you're going to like that things end or or are ruined at all. And arguably, if it is, it's still going to mean it when you finally do it. Yes. Yeah. Like we've we've talked about this a lot in the sense of being like, if you want to have sex, have sex. It doesn't cheapen you as a person. And if the part if you're with someone who thinks that, like, after you've had sex with them, you are less of a human being, then they're a bad partner. Yeah, and I understand that, like, you don't want to run the risk of being like, oh, I put in all this effort. And it turns out this guy's a dick. But if if you want to put in this effort, you should want to, you know, find out that he is a good person. And and not saying that, like, sex needs to be a litmus test of of whether or not a person is worthy of your attention or your mm-hmm. time. But, you know, if, if you want to have if you're getting hot and heavy with this guy and you want to have sex and the only thing that's stopping you is a, a concept of something that you think you shouldn't do. I don't think that should be what you base your sexual relationship on. If you want to <laughs> have sex and you're excited about the concept and you want to do it, then I, I say go for it. Yeah, because like if you again and very specifically me and Dan are talking about if you want to have sex. If you want to have sex and you have sex and then, you know, that's good. You did something you want to do. Presumably, hopefully you enjoyed it. If he turns around and is like, right, peace, I'm out. I got what I came for. Then one, that wasn't going to change in two weeks. You know what I mean? Or three weeks or four weeks or whatever. He's not going to stick around if all he wanted was to get a quick lay and bounce. Or if he does, he's still going to get that quick lay and bounce. Like that. that's kind of it. Like you're not really losing anything. The only issue you're getting into is or the only possible issues you can get into is if you have sex when you don't want to which you know is not good for you Mm -hmm. because then you're going to feel twice as bad if he bounces because you did something you didn't want to do and shitty things happen as a result right so if you if you don't want to have sex for you know a variety of reasons don't by all means keep enjoying the way you guys are going and and getting what you can out of it but if you do want to have sex there's no reason to wait you know once you think this person is you know if you're comfortable with them and they're safe and blah, 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 which again, I would imagine factors into you wanting to have it. Yeah. And also I, I think I like to warn people of being like, I don't want to have sex with you until we're exclusive mm-hmm. because a sexual relationship is a, or, or the sexual aspect of a relationship is a fairly important one. And if you guys aren't sexually compatible, then you've just sort of like entered into a relationship where both of you are like, eh. and then now you then have to be like, well, Sex ain't great. Should we just break up? That's a weird fucking conversation to have. Mm. I don't necessarily see the harm in exploring all facets of a relationship prior to being like, yeah, you're the one I want to commit to. Mm-hmm. And like, by all means, wait until you know them better. If, yeah. if that's what you want. Like, I would definitely stray away from the relationship thing. Like, Dane, I've had people say that before. And like, to me, it almost feels like, I don't want to say blackmail, but it almost seems like, oh, you got to you gotta date me first. You know, you got to do this thing that I want. And then, you know, it, it always strikes me as strange. I also like to, as Dan was saying, you know, fully explore relationships before I get into them. Because to me, relationships are like a really big deal. You know, like I don't get into them lightly. You know, all my relationships have been like really long term, you know. I don't um, think that, like there's not much of a difference in being like, well, we talk right we have sex. We've only had sex in a dark room. So like, 
you know, we we fuck great. I have no idea what you look like, though. But let's get in a relationship or be like, you know, I know what you look like. We've had sex, but we haven't talked yet. But let's get in a relationship. It's like mm. those are all facets of a, of a relationship. Like you kind of need to see the whole picture. I'm not going to let you see what I look like in person until we get in a relationship. Yeah. You know, um, and again, by all means, like see this person for a month or two or three or four and only have sex with them when you're comfortable. You know, I, in no way are we saying to have sex with this person if you're not comfortable, if you don't feel like you like them or know them or whatever. But it's like by that time, you will know as much about them as if you had entered in a relationship in half that time or at that time. You know what I mean? Like the knowing the person and the spending that time together is more important than the relationship because it's just words that you've said to each other. And you know? as as your first relationship venture, as you put it, there's no harm in getting into the, the habit of discussing boundaries and discussing expectations with your partner at the 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 you know the beginning of a relationship you can like explain to them your hesitancy of having sex if if you're worried about something about having sex explain it to them talk to them about it and the this will start like your relationship off on the note that like you guys can talk about things right out the gate this mm-hmm. isn't something you need to earn this isn't something that you need to develop this is just how a relationship with you is it is honest and it's open and you're willing to communicate, you're willing to be, you know, vulnerable, and you're willing to be like open to hearing their side of things. You know what I mean? If you're sitting there being like, well, I don't want him to see me as, you know, just a a person to have sex with, talk about that. Open up to them and let them know that like this is your stance and this is where you stand, and this is kind of like the boundary you have with sex. This mm-hmm. is your expectations you have with sex and, and what sex means to you. And let them, you know, see who you are. This is someone you want to be with. So show them what it's like to be with you. Mm -hmm. And if they're like, oh, well, no, that's not what relationships are like. Like, no, that's not what dating people is like. Then they're shit. You know what I mean? Because there is no one metric. You know what I mean? Everybody moves at different paces. They go to different places. They, you know, express themselves differently, blah, blah, blah. Don't let this person pressure you if they have a different opinion than what you want. You know, but Dane's one hundred percent right. If you're if you get in front of this and you like show your boundaries and what you're looking for and what you're comfortable with, then you'll get one. You'll be happy because you're like kind of carving out your own place. And if they meet you halfway or they they accept what you're putting forward, things are gonna be great. But secondly, it's like if they can't accept that and they're being shitty, then you probably know enough about this person. And that's that you don't want to date them. Yeah, you need to make sure you need to like the big red flag. You need to watch out with this is him using his age and experience mm-hmm. to tailor what a relationship is because exactly. there isn't that is not a definition that you know what I mean so if, if every time you bring up a concern or how you feel about something or how you want to approach something and they're like oh, no 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 trust me I've done this before I'm older than you I've been in relationships that's not what this is that's not what that is that's not how this goes I would I would be very concerned about that that is yeah. a huge red flag because one, that's going to lead to gaslighting. It's going to lead to manipulation and it could lead to like a fairly abusive relationship mm-hmm. in, in terms of like controlling you. They're basically lying to you just so everything goes exactly how they want it. All right. What's the next bit? Uh, finally, we both have tendencies to use our age gap card with him saying, you'll get there. You'll understand eventually in practice. I hate it. And with Ooh. me saying things like, "Never mind, you won't understand or me putting a disclaimer. You don't have to tell me what to do. I'm just ranting. I figured it out already. Before I tell him a story. Is this like a red flag? 
from both me and him. Him being like, you'll get there eventually. Maybe it's playful. I would hope it's in a playful sense, but like, it's not nice to be condescended down to because of your age. Um, I also would worry that it would go into what Dane just said about the like, oh, like I know more than you got to do things my way. Yeah, I think what you guys need to do, uh, and this is this is my my big recommendation is sit down and talk about the gap in your age because it's going to come up and it's going to become a thing. And I promise you this. I've dated people who are well, I think she was four years older than me and mm-hmm. it was a fucking thing. You're dating someone who I believe is 10 years older than you and it's going to become a fucking thing. And I promise you that. Oh, he's 34, right? Yeah. Yeah. So 12 years. That's a that's a fairly big age difference. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you guys need to sit down and be like, look, there is an age difference. There is an age gap between us. And we need to make sure, one, you're cool with it. Like, actually cool with it. And two, you need to make sure that you're not going to weaponize this. You guys need to be like, hey, we need like a code phrase where one of us starts feeling the age gap card is being played where we can take a step back from our immediate conversation and be like this. I, I don't like this. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's something you really, really need to establish early on because it's going to be the first big fight you have. I promise you, whoever, whoever the aggressor is or whoever, or both of you are going to pull a, uh, an age card and it's going to fucking suck. Whether you mean it or not, whether whether it's just out of anger and you say it, but you need to agree early on. I think that you that like the age thing is something you guys both agree with. You're both okay with and you're not going to use it to hurt each other. Mm -hmm. And like even just being like, hey, I feel really like it feels really condescending when you say like, oh, you'll get there eventually. And just tell them that you don't like it. You know, that can be a really simple thing. And again, if they can't understand that or get on board with that, that's a pretty decent sign that things aren't going to go great. Um, now, the only thing I would say is that from your perspective, it seemed like what you were saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, Dane, it, it was almost like when you're trying to tell them a story, you want empathy more than solutions. I think that might be a different issue to the age gap, because I know a lot of people have have this concern. And there was a, a, a sentence that people were like sharing a while ago where they were like, I don't want, I want sympathy, not solutions or something, where it's like you want to tell someone a story and like vent to them. And instead of that, they're like, well, why don't you do this? And you don't want to hear it at that moment. Yeah. They're like, are we in the talking phase or the solution phase? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I don't know if that has an age correlation. I don't, I don't think so. But it's it's definitely a thing because there are times you just want to vent and you don't want someone trying to fix your shit. So yeah. maybe, you know, look into that. Things seem good so far. I think you guys would benefit greatly from just like a good old fashioned like talk. And I don't know specifically what the bullet points are but i think just kind of like dancing around with it so the thing is is and this is my the best relationship advice i can give to someone who's never been in a relationship before is the more you're able to communicate what you want and discern what your partner wants the less guessing you're going to be doing on both parts and the less guesswork that's in a relationship the better it's going to be the the people who are least satisfied in sexual relationships are the the people the the questions that we have where it's like my partner won't tell me what they like, mm-hmm. you know I've I've they said I'm not doing it right and they won't tell me how to do it I have to figure it out on my own. Yeah, it's like those are the people who aren't satisfied because they're making their partner guess. If you have the answer to your solution or mm-hmm. your problem and you're not giving it to your partner, then it's the relationship fucking sucks. 
So the the more you can remove guesswork out of a relationship, even at the very the smallest things, the tiniest fucking things, the better your relationship's going to be. And the mm-hmm. only way you can do that is by communicating, talking openly and honestly about as much as you want to, as, as anything that comes up. Um, and I'm not necessarily saying you need to sit down and just fucking, you know, let the floodgates open and talk about literally everything. Mm-hmm. But when little things happen, like Niall said, when he does kind of condescend you over to your age, take a moment. Don't let it get heated and just be like, hey, when you say things like that, that kind of like feels condescending and it really bothers me. Do you mind if we avoid that? Boom. Because otherwise he does not know. Yeah. And like the longer it goes on as well, it's like. No one wants to be like, oh, so I've been upsetting you this whole time. And you never told me because you feel bad that you've done it. And sometimes that can come out defensively and then you're having an argument. And it's easier to nip things in the bud when they start. So for me, the two things that probably need to get sorted out to tweet are the busyness thing, like texting, which I think would be a very easy conversation. You know, he says he's busy. You just go, hey, is there like a particular time you want me to like text you at? Or like, when would it suit you for us to communicate? You know, something easy like that. Get that out of the way. And secondly, I think you need to figure out what you want with regards to to sex and then let them know, you know, because if they're kind of always going to be testing that boundary and, you know, because they don't know. So why wouldn't they? It's going to lead to an upset where like he's always kind of like wondering and you're always kind of like repelling and it's it's not going to be fun. If he knows sex isn't on the like cards for, you know, the immediate future and he wants to bail, you've done yourself, you know, probably a service and not wasted a bunch of time. And if he knows that it's not on the table and he doesn't bail, then you have learned something about him and things are probably going to get really good. If you want sex and he sticks around great. And if you want sex and he doesn't stick around, you've also, you know, figured yourself out. So it's win, 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 win. Once you're doing what you want to do and you're communicating it. So as usual, the answer is communication, (laughs) but you know, I'm, I'm hopeful things sound good. And like, you seem to, be asking the right questions to build up, you know, the right stuff. So I hope it goes well. And I think you got this. And for any questions you have in the future, we are here for you. And hopefully this wasn't the longest answer ever. Probably will be. We should wrap this boy up. At the end of the episode, we like to take a quick look through online dating and try to gauge people's profiles, give you an idea what to do, what not to do, in an effort to make your online dating experience more successful. Are you ready for Andrea? Yeah. I'm the sweetest girl you'll ever meet, Orange Heart. I don't want to go through having to explain a man how he should treat me. Ring size eight, lol. And then her Instagram and hashtag the gains with a Z. And so here here we go. This is exactly what I just said. Don't make your partners guess what you want. But she doesn't want to have to go through having to explain a man how he should treat me. Um, We're going to rapid fire these. Let's rapid fire these. This is a two for me. Yeah, the ring size. It's not a cute joke, too. You got one, or do you want me to keep going? Yeah, you know, I got one. This is Carrie. I love this energy. I am both flirting and starting a fight. Ooh, that's it? That's it. You know what? Seven out of ten. It's, I love it, it. It gives me enough. It's like the show don't tell thing from writing. They're not saying I'm this kind of person. They're showing me exactly what kind of person they are. And you've got a lot to, to start with there. It's funny. And for me, like, I, I, I don't know why, but like... I just feel like this is a playful thing. Like it's oh, 100%. not, you know what I mean? Like I don't, I'm not like, Ooh, yeah. So I'm going to give it a seven as well. Um, this is Katie check mark emoji and a bunch of vegetable emojis. 
checkmark emoji and like a person meditating, a bicep and another person meditating, checkmark emoji, sun and plants and a landscape, cross emoji, smoking and 420, cross emoji, wine emoji, cross emoji, drugs emoji, healthy, clean, pure life, diamond emoji, radiate love and healing energy, body as temple, praying emoji, organic, vibrant food, movement and nature, sun emoji, plant emoji, intention, Connect with soulmate, heart emoji, divine love, laughter, joy, bliss, relaxation, productivity, up-leveling, and then two more praying emojis. Up-leveling? Is that like leveling up? I can only assume they want to get to level 20, get those mythic tiers. Fuck yeah. I hate everything except for that. If you're going to be leveling up, if I find like someone to grind with, just fucking farm some EXP. <laughs> I, I'm going to say one for dating, ten for party member. <laughs> there's Everyone also needs- a very threatening picture of them spooning what i assume is chili out of a bowl but she looks like she's about to murder you everyone uh, needs a cleric man it, it's a two for me as well uh this is friends avid baker no not that kind <laughs> pardon avid baker no not that kind oh is that the whole thing that's the whole thing fuck yeah that is so confusing I, do right? you know what they're talking about? Not a fucking clue. I have no idea what the other kind of baker is. Do they mean like getting baked like weed? Maybe. Because I, I don't think anyone calls someone who's smoking a baker. Yeah. Oh, man, I am such a baker. No, I don't know. I have no idea what it is. I don't know what oh, it means. Man. I'm giving it a one. Five out of ten because I'd have to ask. Fair. Right? Like if they're hot, especially. This is Christina. Looking for serious relationship and someone who is secure attachment style. No games, no different behaviors after the first months. No perception of loves make you lose your independence. Knows how well to treat person in loving, caring, and respectful way, etc. Can converse and love hikes and long walks. Also, I love traveling and potentially might move somewhere else. So if you stuck in Toronto for life, sorry, but no thanks. My shallow preference, height of 5'8 plus. It's a one. I hate all of it. Like It is absolutely hey, garbage. Hey, you have roots here? Maybe you have lots of lifelong friends? Fuck it, you're going to move because I don't want to. <laughs> Not even I want to, just I might. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, no perception of love that makes you lose your independence. Are they talking about, like, your love makes them lose or their love makes you lose? Either way, it's a one. I'm sorry. Do you have another one or can I finish I got off one. this one? Okay. I got one. Do you want me to hit you? And then you do you have a ringer to finish? No, no, I, I don't know. Um, this is Miranda five foot INFP Taurus sun, aqua moon. Sorry. Sun, aqua moon, Sag rising liberal interested in hygienic men with clean homes, garden women with plant homes, not interested in the Fisher holding being your third. The end is all right. Ish. The mm-hmm. start is so garbage. Oh my God. Like, Telling me your star sign and your INFP, like, I know you think it tells us about what you are, but it really doesn't. Do you Although think it also there, does. <laughs> do you think there are people out there who know exactly what, like, all of the... Yes, 100%. ...combination? Because, like, nine times, like, I know, like, you could say your star sign, okay, cool, I know what a Taurus is. I don't know any of the fucking classic. But I don't know what a Taurus is meant to mean. No, but, like, like at, least, at least I know that, like, you know, that's a star sign. But, mm-hmm. like... You just putting random letters in to, I don't like, I'm not going to Google it. Let me tell you, I'm not going to Google it. Yeah. If well, you I, can boil yourself down to uh, like a classification of who you just use those adjectives. <laughs> yeah. Just give me those adjectives. You know what I mean? Like, I don't give a fuck about like your, 
Like if you're able, if you're confident being like, this is so much me that I'm going to put it in here and describe myself as four letters, then like just use the adjectives that I'm sure I could look up what that means. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. What was the INFP? INFP. INFP. They are introverted, intuitive feeling and prospecting. <laughs> I think there's gold down the road. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what that means. Now that I know what those, I don't know what those mean. I assume they're shy and awkward. Um, I, I don't know. Like for me, it's all you need to know because like if someone really thinks their star sign and their thing like actually encompasses them, then I'm assuming that they're a very like stunted person. Coming hard. Well, realistically, a person should be so much more than four fucking adjectives someone on the internet just threw together. Yes. You know? Yeah, no, I know. And like you could read it and be like, oh, that encapsulates me pretty well. But like that's different to being like, that is me. I don't know. Maybe I was a little harsh, but I feel the same about star signs. It's like, it's seeing I'm a fucking Sag. I shouldn't expect you to be like, Oh, I get it. Anyway, you ready? That's a one for me. Yeah. It's a one for me as well. This is Christine. She, her polyamorous neurodivergent, non-vanilla Gothic geek. She's got some battle scars, dude. If you get that quote, we are starting out. Well, looking for someone whose love language is touch. Mine are touch and acts of service public only for now masks required. When we can go private, raincoats mandatory, your place, not mine. No swerfs, no swingers, no unicorn hunters. I will rarely message first. I'm awkward. I mean, like, there are some things I feel like, like the condoms required. I don't really think that's necessary on a introductory. Oh, uh, when they said raincoats mandatory, I just thought they were a giant squirter. No, I think they mean like, yeah. you got to wear condoms because they're polyamorous, presumably of the multiple partners. Mm-hmm. And like, I get it. That's cool. I, I respect it. I feel like saying it is bizarre because it's like, yeah, you would. I, I would assume and I think it should be just the baseline. There, There's a lot there that like I don't hate, well, but there's a lot there that like I'm like, why? Like your place, not mine. That's weird. I mean, again, I'm assuming because it's polyamorous, they might have rules of being like not allowed to have partners in the same like sexual partners. Oh, in the house, OK. Which, yeah, actually, that makes sense, I guess. Right. Like that's a pretty common practice of like Mm -hmm. couples who live together are like, well, we don't, you know, this is our bed. We don't bring other people here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that could be that. For some reason, when I just think polyamorous, I just think like open to the idea. I don't necessarily think am with a partner. And um, okay. You know what? I give it like a five. I I mean, I'm going to get the worst. I'm going to give it a six because like, I appreciate the, the concepts of it. I just think the delivery is a bit clumsy. Mm hmm. Also, I tried to look up the quote. I think it's a song. It is a song. Yes, I did too. Did you know? Did you know? By, it? No, no. I thought honestly, I thought it was a Scott Pilgrim reference. Well, I think it might be because it's also in Scott Pilgrim. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's the first like the uh, song comes up, and immediately under that is Scott Pilgrim versus the World on Reddit. So it probably oh, fuck, is. Scott yeah, Pilgrim. it is. It's it's yeah. It's the, I was gonna say. I feel like it was the. When they, he first meets Ramo, Ramona Flowers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and, I think she just yeah, jumped up at least one for you, didn't she? Yeah, she did. Yeah, that's. I'm going to move <laughs> it up to a seven. Well, guys, I think this episode might be long. We had some issues. So if it's very long or if suddenly things change in the middle of the episode, I don't know. We're sorry. <laughs> I'm sure Dane will do an incredible job with his editing as always. But we had... We ha- I feel like we've been recording for like two and a half hours. We have. <laughs> it, we started at six and it's 820. This could be a nightmare, kids. Yeah, we had a bunch of technical difficulties, so I don't know how this is going to pan out. We're going to do our best. You know what? That's all Just we can ask for. Cut out everything we said 
and replace it with this. So thank you for our uh, Sagittarius Rising special. Um, we decided to celebrate this time of year, the 19th of May. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I ch- I'm trying to pretend we're doing a special so we don't seem like failures who accidentally made a two-hour episode. Oh, in case it was, in case it's really long. Yeah, maybe we'll just do a sweet two-parter. Anyway, uh, if you have a question and you would like to send us in, please hit up our website at fbuddiespodcast.com. You can hit the contact info. You can find all our social medias. Reach out to us. Give us a message. Um, if you have a Canadian podcast and you're eligible to vote in the Canadian Podcast Awards, please consider vote, or voting for us in the education and the adult fields. Uh, we would appreciate it. We love you. And thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you to Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. And would you like to comfort yourself and, and listen to sex writing? That sounded Sure. That's yes, um, a good way to say that. So, a little context for this. Uh, the main character, her brother, is wanted for murder. She doesn't know where he is, and she spent the whole night worrying. She okay. could not sleep, right? I pushed back my sheets and down comforter, sat on the edge of my bed, and caught the naked girl staring at me from the full-length mirror in the corner of my room. Even from that distance, I spotted the bags under my eyes, the tangled mess of my brown hair. At least my boobs looked good. I gave my nipples a tweak. I could always count on the girls. You know what? In times of trouble? Yeah, just tweak your own nipples. I don't think taking comfort in the fact that you've got incredible tits is a bad thing. <laughs> I wish I had tits to look down and just be like, ah, thank God you got me. <laughs> I guess I could look at my dick. Anyway, okay. my name's Dave Miller. And my name's Not Spain. And we've been your fuck buddies. 